What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Nebraska Basketball Hall of Famer and nine-year NBA vet, Eric Strickland. Strickland for three! And you're going to go out of here as the Big 8 tournament champion. Middle school basketball coaching legend and Duke basketball shooting coach in his mind, Austin Orman. Coming at you live from the heart of Lincoln, America, on air and online at theticketfm.com. Brought to you by Mary Ellen's Food for the Soul. This is On the Block with Stricken Austin. Welcome back to On the Block. East Strick and Austin Orman here. It is the second hour of On the Block on a Taco Tuesday. Thank you for joining us here. And we're going to get into a little bit of uh, Nebraska ball fan uh, conversation. And Austin, hmm. we're coming down to close. It's, it's coming down the home stretch. You know, right now, uh, the Big Ten is past the midway part mark. Uh, Nebraska has what well, they have uh, four five, game, five games left mm-hmm. uh, in their uh, in, in their season before they get into conference play, and there's a lot of talk about Nebraska being the last four in at this particular point in time. There's got to be a rooting going on, and I'm not saying like a root canal or the square root of a number. I'm talking about you're rooting for teams at this point to fall, falter, slip, break up. I don't want no injuries, but, <laughs> you know, to, to, to hurt themselves in an instance as we come down this stretch. At this point, Austin, who should we be rooting for for the good? And maybe who should we be rooting for for the bad if you're a Nebraska ball fan? and you want Nebraska to surge and find themselves into bracketology. Let me ask you this question first, Stricky. Would you, which is more important, seeding in the NCAA tournament or seeding in the Big Ten tournament for Nebraska? Ooh. Right now, I, I, I think big, I, I think you want to make a run in the Big Ten. I, I don't mm. think you want to feel good about yourself going into the Big Ten tournament even with a with a good seed, even if you're mid tier seeding and you just get that first day off, um, I think you want to make a nice little run. I think you want to you want to take yourself at minimum to the semis. If you can get into the championship, man, go get you one. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like like put yourself in a position where you're feeling good, you're feeling confident. That's gonna definitely propel you out of an eight nine what they're talking about right now, mm-hmm. and and put you into a you know six. You know, time for now. You look, look. I, I think that's better. Go for the Big Ten, make the run, 
And then that puts you in a better position to to possibly do something unique that Nebraska hasn't done, and that's when a, a, a NCAA first game. If you're looking at it as Big Ten seeding being more important, you're rooting against Michigan State, who's been on a little bit of a heater. You're rooting against Wisconsin. You're rooting against Northwestern, right? I mean, it sucks the Ty Berry got hurt, but you're hoping they continue to slide. And you're rooting against Minnesota, right? You hope the that, that middle of the pack that's a game behind you, a game ahead of you, a couple games behind you, beats itself up, right? That all those teams like go 500 against each other. The teams that you beat, you want to to win enough um, so that you have tiebreaker over them. The teams you lost to, you probably want to lose a little bit more to help you with tiebreaker. So if you're if you're looking for improved seeding in the Big Ten tournament, you want Michigan State and Wisconsin to lose to give you the best chance to jump into that conversation for the fifth seed or the fourth seed in the double bye because that's still on the table for this team, Strick. I mean, finishing 13-7 and seven in the Big Ten is absolutely doable. Nebraska should be favored in all five of its remaining games, has a lot to prove in terms of going on the road with three road games left and two home games left. But if you're looking at the NCAA tournament seeding and you think that Nebraska is going to take care of business in the regular season, let those chips fall where they may, and you're okay with you know getting the, the six, or maybe the five in the Big Ten tournament, you want Wisconsin to pick it up. You need Wisconsin to pick it up, right? It's not going to fall to a quad two win. It's going to stay a quad one. But the higher Wisconsin is ranked, the better that win looks. You want Michigan State to keep winning as well, right? I, I picked them to win the Big Ten in the preseason. I was probably getting a little too cute with that. Purdue's, you know, let it pretty much wire to wire. Illinois has been better than I thought. But you're starting to see what Michigan State can be. They're starting to get it pieced together. And you don't play either Wisconsin or Michigan State again. And that's huge, right? Those teams can keep winning, and it doesn't come with them having to beat you to keep winning. So those two wins, I think, are you need, if you're Nebraska, you need those two wins in the Big Ten to keep looking better and better. I think you also want, like, Iowa maybe to win a game or two. Not to pass you, not to get into the bubble conversation with you, but I didn't think that was a good loss at the time. I was sneakily trending up in that right direction now. So I think you want to finish ahead of Iowa, but root for them to to win again. That's another team that you don't see. So I think Nebraska's in a really interesting spot in terms of what it wants in the conference, at least. Yeah, and and as you said, you know, you get you get opportunities in your next three road games to solidify, mm-hmm. to codify mm-hmm. your your opportunities to move up as far as your your ranking, um, your your uh, national ranking. What are they still like? The, 50, the net. What, 50, the net ranking, were they 50? They are 49th in the net and 40th at Ken Pomeroy. There you go. So they're 49th. You've crept up. You know, you were hovering in the just above that mid-50 range. Mm-hmm. You've crept up. You get a couple of road wins, especially starting with this one. You're a three-game win streak mm-hmm. going into a home game with revenge on your mind about what happened. If you come and lay a game against Minnesota and you don't lay it all on the line on that one, Sad, sad, sadly for you, you know what I'm saying? Because Mm -hmm. everything you should be trying to beat the brakes off of Minnesota after what they did to you at home at their in Minnesota. Mm -hmm. Then you have another road opportunity. Now, Ohio State riding high after a big win against Purdue at home. So, no, it's not going to be easy. 
which is going to be a good test late for you. Mm -hmm. Revenge on your mind, and you've got another opportunity. If you can run the gamut on this, I'm telling you, minimum four out of five Mm -hmm. or run the gamut on this, you're double by. Yeah. Because those other teams, as you said, are going to knock themselves off Mm -hmm. because they got to play each other. Mm -hmm. You know, a few of those Mm -hmm. teams got to play each other. And then a couple of those teams got still Illinois and still got to face Purdue. Mm-hmm. So listen, and Purdue's not going to want to fall any further. So they're going to be trying to, you know, get everything they can and mm-hmm. want to continue to remain a one seed, even though they don't get the number one overall seed. They're still going to want to try to ma- remain a one seed. And let you know, if you can run five out of, the, I mean, four out of these next five, whoo! Now you, now you talking, now you talking. Mm-hmm. Taking a look at some of those numbers, too, just in the Big Ten, and then I'll throw out some teams maybe to root against outside the conference as well. You look at Michigan State, they're 20th in the net and 15th in Ken Palm. They are a game worse than Nebraska. The Spartans are 17-9. and Nebraska is 18-8. and Michigan State is 3-7 and in quad one games compared to Nebraska, who's 3-6. and The team that I think Nebraska is rooting against the hardest, Strick, is Northwestern. You split the season series with them. Yeah. Uh, it was a nice win at the time. The The loss, you know, wasn't good the way that it played out. Northwestern is behind you in both the net rankings and in Ken Pomeroy. They're seven spots back of you in both. They do, however, have a better strength of schedule and a better strength of record, according to, to the NCA. And they also have one more quad one win than you. Northwestern's four and five in the, those top 75 games, top 50 games, whereas Nebraska like I just said, is at three and six. So again, you hate that it's because of Ty Berry's knee injury, but you want, I think Nebraska fans were really rooting for Indiana to complete that comeback against Northwestern. I think these last five games for Northwestern, you really want the Wildcats to start sliding down underneath you in the Big Ten because then they should slide underneath you when it comes to Selection Sunday. Oh Yeah, no, no question. No question, but that's the thing, right? They're the one team that I told you that this is why I felt um, that you really, that game was very important because they're going to get Michigan at home. They're going to go on the road to a sliding Maryland. Mm -hmm. They're going to also get Iowa at home. This one might be a tough one, but then they got Minnesota. So they've got all of these tough teams. Like I said, the depth part of, of Northwestern, down this stretch, it could affect them because they're logging a lot of minutes. So they could have a night or two where they don't play very well. And if one of those teams comes in and has a really good night, hot, hot night, and the defense is sliding a little bit, you could probably get them. But their schedule is very favorable, similar mm-hmm. to what Nebraska's is, because a lot of their possibly tough games are going to be at home. Minnesota's going to be fighting for position, obviously, as well in the Big Ten because they're going to know they're going to need it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So – there's where I feel that it's important for Nebraska to really handle themselves four out of five. I mm-hmm. think you got to go for it. You got to go four out of five. If you land five out of five, cool, because it's really there in front of you. It's going to require you to do something you haven't done on the road, and that's win. Mm-hmm. But if you can make a run, it can give you so much confidence as you prepare yourself to go in the Big Ten. Hopefully you make a run there. Continue the run that you're on and then propel you hopefully into a confident uh, late and you get a good seed. And you, my thing for Nebraska is if you can do that, put yourself in such a great position so that you can stay in the Midwest. 
Yeah. That would be huge for him. Now you've mm-hmm. got a game up in Omaha, which would be whoo, 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 huge, whoo. huge. Mm-hmm. Um, you mentioned four and one and five and zero, oh, absolutely on the table. But Strick, I know there are a lot of nervous Nebraska basketball fans out there who have been in this position before and have oh, yeah. seen seen a collapse, seen a lack of follow through. Thirty five eighty one asks, what happens though if the Huskers finish three and two? How does that look? For my money, you're sweating it out on Selection Sunday unless you make noise in the Big Ten tournament, right? Nebraska yeah. should be a factor in the Big Ten tournament, anyways. But if you go three and two, that means you at least won one road game, so you got that monkey off your back to some degree. But there's not really a way for you to improve your resume right, right. now. If you lose two games, that's two pretty big check marks against you um, in the wrong column. So if you go three and two, semis become a must in the Big Ten tournament. Is that fair? Fair. Very fair. But I think with those teams ahead of you, unless they go on a run, because it's going to require those teams that are ahead of you to do something on the road. Mm-hmm. which obviously in the big the big 10 all across conferences <laughs> no one's really done on the road mm-hmm. but it's going to require it's going to require someone in that mid-tier in the big 10 mm-hmm. to make a road run yeah and why it, not nebraska it's set up for you it's it, it's look, look this is the same way i felt when nebraska football was in the position they were in mm-hmm. i'm like it's it's right here in front of you what do you want to do like the conversation if i'm fred hoiberg i'm having with the team how great do you want to be? Do you really want it? Or do you do you really want to do something unique to Nebraska basketball um, in its recent past? Mm-hmm. Do you want to do something? It's right here for you. It's going to require you to do more, hustle more, scrap more, practice harder. It's going to require mm-hmm. all of that stuff if you want it. You're going to tell me a lot about who you want to be. I mean, like, I'm going to throw mm-hmm. it on them, Austin. Yeah. It's gonna, yeah. This is going to tell me a lot about who you want to be in these next five games. It absolutely is. And I think there's a texture here, 0657, that could not agree with you anymore. They say, we control our own destiny in terms of Nebraska basketball. Absolutely, right? If Nebraska goes 5-0, and then they're in pretty good spot. They did everything you can ask of them. But what we know about Nebraska basketball, Strick, is the brand isn't at a spot where Nebraska gets a lot of the benefit of the doubt. We saw yeah. that the last time Nebraska got relegated to the NIT, right? Had a really good run in the regular season in the conference, and got left out. If Nebraska had made an NCAA tournament in you know the previous couple years, I think that Nebraska team back then gets in. There's not a lot of equity. There's not a lot of staying power in the Nebraska brand right now. So if you're Nebraska, your approach has to be, we do this ourselves or not at all. We don't want help from the outside. We want the challenge of going on the road and winning these games because the second you start depending on someone else to lose or someone else yep. to pull an upset... You're in trouble. Just go take care of your own business. Let the chips fall where they may everywhere else. There it is. Just like that. It's right in front of you. It's going to tell you a lot about about who they are and those men in there. You know, because the tendency can be, Austin, is this team can be saying to themselves, oh, man, we're going to be together next year. Man, you know, I, Mm -hmm. you know, we just going to, you know, run it out and give it our best shot. But that means you're leaving room for some just lackluster, you know, or, you know, I don't want to give the effort this game or whatever the case. You're mm-hmm. leaving room for that. No, you know, you don't know what's going to happen next year. You don't know mm-hmm. who's going to be there. Transfer portal is real. You don't know who's coming mm-hmm. in. You don't know who's going out. So, no, don't worry about who's coming back. 
Don't worry about who's staying. None of that. Let's go out and do this right now. I mean, I mean, literally, that's 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 the mode we took. And but we were seniors, mm. but they're juniors, right? Like our our junior year was a lot of what I just said to you. Mm-hmm. Our junior year is, yeah, we got we got we got this group coming back, man. Yeah, we made a nice run, but whoo, we about to tear some stuff up. And we started out that way, but then oh my gosh, <laughs> fell off the wagon. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm hoping doesn't doesn't fall into the psyche of this team. Go and get it. Mm-hmm. Go get it. I think that's a fantastic direction to take this too, because I'm going to go back just two years. North Carolina beats Duke in the Final Four, go to the national championship game, brings back its entire starting five, preseason number one, Davis, Love, Baycott, role players around them, became the first number one team, or preseason number one team, to miss the NCAA tournament. Just like Nebraska this year can't rely on other people to do the job for them, you know, Strick, Success isn't guaranteed. It takes that continual investment. It takes, you know, finding a way to get better. That Carolina team didn't do it. And that Carolina team is probably more purely talented than even this Nebraska team. They can't afford to take it for granted. They can't afford to look forward to next year because it's not promised. It's not guaranteed. It hasn't been guaranteed for anyone in the history of college athletics. Why would it be guaranteed for you? Great point, Austin. Great point. And I think that you guys all listening understand this better than most. Nothing is guaranteed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, like that was what was so beautiful about those Nebraska football teams is they never took it for granted. Mm. They never took the greatness for granted. They came out and performed, and those guys be, 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 you know, beneath them said, no, it's my turn. You know what I mean? And we're going to try to do it better than you did it. You know, that's that's kind of the mentality that they took and. And that's what made them great. That's why they were able to make the run and have mm-hmm. the, the, the streaks that they had as far as winning and going out and beating some of the best uh, college football had to offer. But you gotta, you gotta go take it. You gotta go and beat it. You gotta go and look them in the face like Muhammad Ali looked at <laughs> juggernauts and and looked them up and down and said, "I don't care how big you are, gorilla. We coming after you." You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. He's strict. I'm Austin. We'll give you some teams out of conference to root against here as we keep getting closer to March Madness. But before we look at the, you know, the fringe of the tournament, Strick, I want to start at the top. We got the committee's top 16 teams in the country. I want to go over that list, some quick thoughts on a few of those teams, some surprises, uh, positive and negative. Who's in the top 16? Who's out? Who's got a chance? We'll get to that in uh, segment two of our two of On the Block in just a sec. 